0: I just imagined something where there's a conversation with these people in a room and a bright light comes from off screen. I love how that horn just honked. It was in agreement to the idea. So bright light comes off stage and a person looks up at that bright light. They're looking at it, uh, slightly entranced by it. There, It's sort of a natural thing. It, there's something interesting about it. Not necessarily. Like you could tell that when they're talking, it they're they're aware of that light, and so you could kind of see that energy in their brains while they're having discussions. Um, and then they, you know, will periodically look at that light, but they they're not talking about the light. They're not even talking about what that light is. So what's great is. Let's say we weave that into a conversation. Perhaps there's a certain word. Perhaps there's a certain sentiment, a certain color. Maybe there's a specific concept, phrases, and then that light comes on. So maybe maybe we mark when the light comes on, what word, and then bam, when it goes off, what word, and then we can actually Stitch together a sentence throughout the whole movie. That would be fun. Stitch a whole sentence together. Intriguing. That would be fun. That would be fun. I'm imagining how you see in those movies. I think they did it in Austin Powers. It reminds me of that song like... uh, Uh, you'll fall down on your Ask me a question. You know, it's like that kind of thing. in Uh. Uh. <laughs> I. You know, go to the swimming pool and you can watch her. It's a nice day, don't you know? <laughs> It's a nice day, don't you know? So anyway, you, you, you see what those words are that kind of blended in there. It kind of reminds me of that kind of thing where you can maybe... Um, I also want to incorporate split screens. I love that. Or quadruple screens, too. Time Code is a phenomenal movie, utilizing that. And I think a lot of improv, possibly. Just brilliant. So you have the one person saying the one sentence facing the one side of the direction... To the right, right, you know, or stage left, and then the next person picks up what seems like their sentence, or even the answer to that person's question, on a look looking off to the left, stage right, but they're in a completely different location. It's a different different thing. So we could do a lot of those little tricks, flip them back and forth.
1: Hmm. Ooh,
0: ooh, what if you record three different conversations, three different places, three different, maybe it's three of the same actors, three different suits. So what you do is you shuffle them in. So you get the idea, okay, they're in these one suit. I imagine some guy in red, some guy in blue, and then they're all sitting in a place that's all white. And then a yellow, maybe there's a yellow person, yellow suit. Get that primary color idea. Mix in these symbolic, these themes. So maybe their conversations are just very basic. But the but the most basic, like beautiful nuggets of wisdom. They say the best thing to do is to... Uh, the true wise men, the sages, they they speak in f- as few as words as possible. And, they, and they're like, whoa... Why do I know that uh, uh, this incarnation at this moment in time is not a sage? Well, he talks too much. There's, he's just so he's just too much concerned with the details, nuances, et cetera, and so forth. That um, that are going on to incorporate that stuff. So what you got is you got you got this conversation going on. They're cutting back and forth, blah, 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 same three actors. Maybe now with facial hair, without facial hair, it's a combination of things. Uh, the next one, maybe they're... Uh, you know, they look even different. Hairstyles, who knows? Uh, so what you do is you already plan ahead of time exactly how the dialogue from each of those three conversations could completely come together So maybe maybe what happens is okay. So how about this? If you were to comp- if you were to take them separately, each of them all by themselves, maybe there's a way on the DVD where you can go, com- you know, combine only the primary colored stuff. Bam, combine only this. Uh, uh, maybe they maybe they got like animal kind of bodies or something. You know, maybe that's another one. So you got the animal one. You got the one that looks like where they look like r- robotics or something and maybe each of the conversations reflect each of those particular maybe it's the elements maybe it's the elements we don't tell the audience air fire water earth so each of them speak in those words that are close to those we don't you don't ever give it away so their conversations kind of revolve around that but you don't realize till you separate them because what happens is you're going to see this, okay, the red, red, white, and um, yellow, you know, they're talking, and all of a sudden, they're talking, bam, this person asks a question, bam, cuts to the answer from this other person. So you shuffle it all together. What I'm imagining is that version that has all of them kind of shuffled in there together where it actually still makes a concise film. That is, in a sense, an, could be an answer because you're kind of going out of time with those things. It's an answer to perhaps a question, a big question or a big riddle, a big mystery that is presented in each of those stories. that they might individually have, yet are somehow correlated with the others. <laughs> so you go, okay, well, okay, DVD. All right, bam. Show me only the air, you know, whatever that one's going to be called. Show me only that conversation. You see it and you go, whoa, here's their dilemma, you know, or here's, here's this thing. You're going, oh, wait, these people are only talking about air. Whoa, air, interesting. Whoa, these people are only using, like, fiery terms. Ah, uh, Oh, these people are only using watery terms. Oh, these people are only using like. So that one is maybe that maybe the earth ones. They're all lumberjacks, you know the animals. Maybe the water the air people they breathe slowly. They're very calm. The way that they talk, you know maybe one of them kind of kind of oh, talks like this. The other one's like. Well, I'm imagining that when, you know, that kind of thing, she's such, you know, that, uh, so once you separate them, then you realize, oh my gosh, maybe in each of those, they're talking about their relationship to humanity. be a really interesting Twilight Zone episode kind of thing. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it was Sleater Kinney. Let's see. Let's see. Was it... Oh, no. Wait. Sleater Kinney? Or was it... Um... Oh, God. Wait. Wait. Let's see. Um... Pavement? no. no. there was something where you play. Okay, let's see
2: now it's that? Pavement, maybe it's Pavement.
0: Multi. So this was the crazy thing. So I think it was Pavement maybe, I don't know. It's one of these bands that I, I always wondered. So what they did was they put out four CDs each of those CDs only contains specific elements of a song. Now, when you play them all together all at once and you synchronized them with boomboxes, whatnot, you go three, two, one, bam, you press them all at the same time, it synchronizes. What a brilliant display of synchronization. It synchronizes. You sit in the middle, I'm imagining sitting in the middle of this room with all these different things playing at once. And it just works. So now I don't know if this would mean that one CD is all just guitars, one is just all bass, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. or if it cuts in and out. Where now you're, you know, it's on one CD you're hearing just guitar like na 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 we solved a mystery. So, in the same kind of vein as that, that's what I'm imagining for this particular movie. I also thought... How cool it would be is if you get... You get a movie... Uh, okay. You get... you get uh, wh- What are they, what do they call it? One-sided... Double-sided glass? So, like they do in the interrogation rooms. So, you, you look through the glass... You do all the filming. All the cameras can look through that glass, record. You could basically put it on like a play. So you have the whole thing rehearsed everything, everything, everything. And you, you, you shoot through the glass. All these cameras, four or five cameras, all shooting through the glass. You got some that are on the ceiling. Some that are up in the corners. You got all of these, all of these dynamics. It'd be intriguing. So you shoot all that stuff, you get you could get a lot done. I tells you, I tells you. Uh, now let's say if you tint... The inside mirror with green, you could basically chroma key wherever you want around these people. Huh. Just imagine those possibilities. Um, I think what we're going to go to now is a very unique. Um, where this is, I believe, part four of the Different Strokes reunion. Forgotten Tales is is leaving this for us. I think we've played one, two, three so far. So this is number four, the Different Strokes reunion. And hold on tight, folks because there's just no telling what kind of twists uh, in between you and me, what kind of turns. What kinds of twists
1: and what kind of turns we're going to get out of this. Okay, so hang on. Hold on to your seats.
0: Strap on a helmet if you have to. Because we're going on a
2: crazy, crazy, crazy
0: imagination of forgotten tales coming soon, possibly to a theater
2: near you. Sam's only wish is to be reunited with his family once they meet his successful husband. Willis wears Sam's cowboy hat while he chews on their bones. Yada, 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 Willis finds love and she straightens out his life. They bury the bodies in the Rose Garden and adopt slash abduct down and out children from Koreatown. (laughs) Comedy ensues. (laughs) What do you think? too soon?
0: Okay, so I had to point that out to you. I just kind of went down on this rabbit, this little a uh, rabbit hole trail here of uh, listening to Peter Torque music, and he's got a, a an album called "Relax Your Mind." Peter Torque and the Shoe Suede Blues, honoring the music of Lead Belly with special guest Nick Thorkelson. So he's got a song here called "Good Night Irene." I'm sitting right here next to a book called "Good Irene," "Good Night Irene" by James Scott Burnside. Many of you who've, who've heard the past. A few episodes of podcast, podcasts, you'll notice that we had an extensive interview with uh, James James Scott Burnside. Both inside the K Chung Studios over the weekend with Jamie Lee Wise uh, on Monday on Monday with Jamie Lee Wise talking about his book "Good Night, Irene," a mystery, and then. We hung out, uh, you heard the podcast where we're hanging out and he's talking about Scientology and we're driving near the Scientology building. And it was also in that episode where I put uh, Leah Remini's uh, little piece of account of what happened with her in Scientology. So it's quite intriguing that, that here Peter Tork has a song called Goodnight Irene. It makes so much sense. I'm going to open up to the page right now of "Good I- Goodnight Irene that I've been reading I'm going to point out, let's see if there's a, a n- name named Peter on this page. That would blow me away if there was. Hmm. No, there is no Peter. or lead belly for that matter, no lead belly, this time, this time, so there you go, another piece of, uh, Usu, it's flowing around us at all times, at all times, <sighs> intriguing, intriguing, god, that just blows my mind.
3: More later. Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto.
0: I went down to, I have to admit, I went kind of down to this uh, Scientology rabbit hole. I'm going to get out quick soon here. I just uh, came across just some in- intriguing thing here. Uh, Leah Remini was friends with the top-ranking dude, his name's miss something Miss Cavage. She was good friends with his wife, Shelly. And they were everybody, all these Scientologists were at the uh Tom Cruise wedding with Katie Holmes. And she asked him, she said, Where's your where's your wife? Where's Shelly? And everyone who was around nearby, they all just scattered away. They all kind of left. And apparently she had some She was talked to by the Scientologist, like, you can't be asking about this woman. She filed a missing police report about this woman, and it turns out, they ended up finding out, this is so interesting, this little piece of Usu, this is why I'm sharing this, is that on this program it says here, Shelley Miscavige, The Mystery of Scientology's Vanished Queen. So there's there's a guy here who's talking about this, and apparently... She was taken to this facility up in a town called Twin Peaks outside of Los Angeles. I didn't even know this place existed. They got some kind of compound up there. Twin Peaks. And it says here, rumor has it, it says Twin Peaks, rumor has it Shelly is confined in Scientology compound. Well, the extra crazy thing about this is that Shelly, Shelly is the name of, uh, A character in Twin Peaks. Wow. Why is this significant? Well, because I'm adding voices to the Archivist, which is the virtual reality gaming experience that goes through the town of Twin Peaks, it goes through all the lore, the myth, goes through all the Twin Peaks stuff.
3: Wow, this is nuts.
0: It's nuts. Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks. David Lynch had to have traveled to Twin Peaks. You know what? That's all there is to it. I've got to go check out this Twin Peaks area. Not not for the Scientology, but just to be out there to see what these woods are like. What wonder if they show any... I thought I saw a picture here of the outside of it.
3: Um, at what point do you willingly want to be where you are doing what you do? At what point have you been conditioned to the point where you can't imagine a a different kind of life? And we'd love to know the answer to that from Shelley herself, if we ever see her again.
2: Some ex-Scientologists are painting a dark picture of the circumstances she might be living in.
3: Yeah, Because they've been through them themselves, so this would be a regiment of Hard menial labour, everything from uh, landscaping to, to scrubbing toilets with a toothbrush, um, long hours of study of Scientology, and what they call security checks, uh, intense auditing sessions, one on one in a locked room, where you are just beaten down over the course of hours and hours to reveal every last secret, which is then thrown back at you, every failing, every flaw. Why would she be there? Why? What was the transition between being the first lady of Scientology to. And she was the first lady, so how did she get to this position? Well, that, that's a very good question. What we now know this is, this is new information from Tony Ortega, who's a journalist so in crazy, New York. Folks. The author of the
0: underground. So, this little piece is on The Morning Show. Very intriguing, very intriguing when you look at uh, so many rabbit holes, right? So many rabbit holes to go down. And, and, and the remaining thing we've got to ask ourselves okay, what is valuable information? What's not valuable information? How does it make us feel? What are we feeding our bodies with? Anybody who's been listening to the podcast, you know what kind of information I've been putting in my brain. Is it something that's helpful? Is it something that's uh, uh, negative? Pessimistic? Terrible? Rotten? Horrific? Is it contributive? Does it contribute or contaminate? So that's something... uh, Two, keep ourselves in check, contribute or contaminate. looking at our language, looking at our uh, uh, food, looking at our uh, our conversations, looking at our movies, TV, any media, any information anywhere, any information anywhere. Maybe documenting. How does it make me feel? How does it make me feel? How does it make me feel? Is it empowering? So, knowing that that stuff is out there, I'm sorry to hear that whoever's going through that stuff is going through that stuff. Um, I do know that the more I fill my brain, though, with with good vibes, with things that are going to enhance my excitements, for instance, let's see, let's go down a rabbit hole with Neville Goddard, let's go find him, Neville Goddard, oh, imagination, that's what we want, all right. Let's do a little piece of this, okay? Here's what Neville Goddard has to say about imagination. I think I think no matter what we would be taught, you know, or brainwashed to believe in a very negative, sad, dis despaired uh, situation. I think as long as we had this kind of information with us, knowing that we are bigger than than whatever rules or regulations that other humans put upon us? Because we're all just coming from the source. Anyway, here we go. Here's, here he is. He's talking about imagination. imagination.
4: To achieve your every desire. Most men are totally unaware of the creative power of imagination and invariably bow before the dictates of facts and accept life on the basis of the world without but when you discover this creative power within yourself, you will boldly assert the supremacy of imagination and put all things in subjection to it. When the man speaks of God in man, he's totally unaware that this power called God in man is man's imagination. This is the creative power in man. There is nothing under heaven that is not plastic as potter's clay to the touch of the shaping spirit of imagination. Once a man said to me, You know, Neville, I love to listen to you talk about imagination. And as I do so, I invariably touch the chair with my fingers and push my feet into the rug just to keep my sense of the reality and the profundity of things. Well, undoubtedly, he is still touching the chair with his fingers and pushing his feet into the rug. But now let me tell you another one who didn't touch with her fingers and didn't push that foot of hers onto the board of the streetcar. It's the story of a young girl, just turned 17. It was Christmas Eve, and she is sad of heart. For that year, she had lost her father in an accident, and she's returning home to what seemed to be an empty house. She was untrained to do anything, so got herself a job as a waitress. This night is quite late, Christmas Eve, It's raining. The car is full of laughing boys and girls home for their Christmas vacation. And she couldn't conceal the tears. Luckily for her, as I said, it was raining. So she stuck her face into the heavens to mingle her tears with rain. And then holding the rail of the streetcar, this is what she did. She said, this is not rain, but this is spray from the ocean." And this is not the salt of tears that I taste, but this is the salt of the sea in the wind. And this is not San Diego. This is a ship, and I'm coming into the Bay of Samoa. And there she felt the reality of all that she had imagined. Then came the end of the journey, and all are out. Ten days later, this girl received a letter from a firm in Chicago saying that her aunt, several years before, when she sailed for Europe, deposited with them $3,000 with instructions that if she did not return to America, this money should be paid to her niece. They had just received information of the aunt's death and were now acting upon her instructions. One month later, this girl sailed for Samoa. As she came into the bay, it was late that night and there was salt of the sea in the wind. It wasn't raining, but there was spray in the air and she actually felt what she felt one month before, only this time she had realized her objective. Now this whole record is technique. I want to show you today how to put your wonderful imagination right into the feeling of your wish fulfilled and let it remain there and fall asleep in that state. And I promise you, from my own experience, you will realize the state in which you sleep if you can actually feel yourself right into the situation of your fulfilled desire and continue therein until you fall asleep.
0: Wowzers. Neville Goddard. Isn't that guy awesome? This little video, they added some great music here. Um, This is called Neville Goddard, How to Manifest Your Life Using Imagination. And uh, the YouTube channel is You Are Creators. You Are Creators. How cool is it? So this Neville Goddard, you listen to his stuff, just great. He and Alan Watts, I always quote about. Also Abraham. Also Dolores Cannon. These are all ideas, Uh information. exciting knowledge that uh, sparks my creativity and and magnetizes more and more magical circumstances, I can directly point to these things and go, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah, it's all rattling around back there, all rattling around back there, all rattling around back there. Imagine if you got friends and you're talking about these high, these big time, these high concepts all the time. Then you're basically you've mentally—it's like learning how to fence. You've 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 learned how to be agile, zip your way around. Okay, that is all for. Now, now,
3: now, now. Here's your fun fact. A survey of 2,000 women by a British retail chain. These women were asked at what age women feel they're sexiest. Well, that age is 34. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts.
0: that was so awesome that was my buddy Daniel figurelli his song White Noise he's so good so good at what he does so good he's so good he and I used to jam all the time he, he, we lived in the same apartment complex and uh, just worked really well together with our harmonies and what we created together man I'm so I'm so proud of my friends when I when I see them creating stuff so he created this, and he goes, here, put it put it on your podcast. So thank you, Daniel, so much for sending that in. Um, I want to um, call an attention to something. Um, who was I talking with? I, I believe I recorded our conversation. It might have been might have been with Ryan. We were talking I believe I recorded it onto a podcast. Uh, we were talking about Boba Fett and how we were talking about that Christmas special and how Boba Fett showed up riding like this dinosaur. We talked about this semi-recently. Um, and in fact, here's, here's a little piece of that. This was the Star Wars holiday special 1978 and Boba Fett shows up here we go. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. You'll be able to uh, be able to hear a little piece here. So now we're picking this up. Right as um, we see this, it's so funny. I was just talking about fuchsia, right? The fuchsia. I think this this sort of dinosaur thing is eating away at Luke's ship. It looks like a uh, some sort of dinosaur. It's fuchsia, and all of a sudden you see this laser beam come out and shoot it. Now this is where we pick up from here after he shoots a laser beam.
2: I'm not sure. You saved my life. Thank you. You are alone?
3: I have two droids. We've come in search of a ship that crashed near here. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. The ship you seek is nearby. Are the Imperial troops near this planet? They are here, friend. And growing more powerful. How far away? Settle down. <laughs> all they do is eat. This is all we have. But, uh, he's welcome to. You are foolish to waste your kindness on this dumb creature. No lower life form is worth going hungry for. I take it you have no love of the Empire. I don't. Well, neither do I.
0: (laughs) So what's so interesting about this Boba Fett, he's got what looks like a third eye drawn onto his helmet. It's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got like a third eye. And he's kind of slightly a good guy, but also kind of bad, bad guy. Now, the reason why I'm pointing this out, I just came across an article. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was talking with Ryan about how crazy it would be if, if Boba Fett showed up in the next movie, because they're thinking about doing a Boba Fett standalone movie. And I said, wouldn't that be funny if we show him riding on the back of that dinosaur thing, and we were joking about that idea. Now, this is specific, what's so interesting, the reason why I'm really, really pointing this out to you, otherwise, you know, I totally normally would, uh, and now I must really, really, because I just played Neville Goddard for you, a little piece of, of him talking about imagination, and so I saw that, came across this article about a new social network, kind of like Twitter, called Mastodon, Mastodon, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N dot social, Mastodon. And there's this post, and it says, Art was invented when this was drawn. Everything before it doesn't count. You click on it, and it's Boba Fett riding on the back of like a dinosaur creature. The long neck. And... It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. It looks awesome. So, that is kind of, to me... I did an Inspirato Projecto one. That, to me... Um... It, to me, it was a, a message to me that, oh, okay, you did, a, you, this is good. You got a new Twitter, uh, a new uh, social, social, uh, social account, social social networking account. If I started the ground up basically on it, on a uh, Wild West. It could work really well. Let's see if I can link this up with my anchor account somehow so I can mm-hmm. put up all the, all the, all the, all the podcasts will be up here. So yes, I had to point that out to you. So, uh,
3: keep, keep that in mind. Thank you everyone for tuning into the Inspirato Rejecto. This is I and I, uh, Mr. Toretsky, is the pussy taste better in the fuchsia? Bulls on parade. Bulls on parade.
0: What you just heard right there was Mr. Toretsky. Or as they say in some circles, Meester Turetsky. Uh, that's in relation to the Fuchsia, which is something that was talked about in one of the previous episodics.
2: Welcome to the Fuchsia.
0: You might, you might remember that. You might. And if you don't, you can go back and listen to it. It was a barrage. Let me tell you. It was a
1: barrage. Let me tell you. It sure was a barrage. Let me tell you. It sure was a barrage. Let me tell you It sure was a barrage
2: Let me tell you
1: Sheesh Who let the cows out of the barn? Ho, ho, ho Who let the cows out of the barn? Ho, ho who, who let those cows out of that barn? Who... Who, who, who let those cows out of that barn? Who who who, 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 let them cows out of that barn? Who let them cows out of that barn? Who, who, who? who I'm asking you, I'm asking you who, th- who let them damn cows... Hold let them cows out of that barn? I'm asking nicely. I'm asking real nicely now, okay? Hold let them cows out of that barn?
3: Excuse me, sir?
1: Yeah.
3: Excuse me, sir? Yeah. Excuse me, sir, what are you doing?
1: talking into the microphone. What are you doing?
3: I'm here to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing.
1: Okay, well maybe you could tell me what I'm supposed to be doing.
3: Stay away from that microphone. Oh, poo! Oh, poo! Stay away from that microphone. It just, it, it's rude. I
1: ain't it ain't nice to do who are you to tell me to stay away from the microphone? are you something's telling me, Bub, that you wanna talk on the microphone. Right, 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 right. Maybe you let the cows out of that barn. Hmm? hmm, hmm hmm. hmm? hmm? Maybe you, maybe you, let them cows out of that barn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, poo! I don't know what took it with. I didn't listen. I saw all them cows out there in the nice. and I even picked quite a few of them. But I didn't let no cows out of that, out of that barn. Oh, poo! Everybody's always blaming me.
1: I ain't blaming you, you, you. I'm telling you that I'm suspicious of you. I ain't saying that you done it. I ain't saying that you done it. I'm just saying, perhaps, maybe you did. Oh
3: pal, I don't like them kind of accusations. I'm getting out of here.
1: Alright, you better hightail it, you better hightail it fast, and by fast, I mean real fast, you catch my drift, you better start hightailing it fast, and by fast, I mean real fast, if I, if I, you catchin' my drift, if I, if I, you catchin' my drift, eh? Still haven't figured out who let those cows out of that barn. Who, 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 who who let them cows out out of that barn. One thing I wanted to comment
0: on is the extraordinary photos that Mr. Turetsky, look him up. He's on the Instagram. Instagram.
2: Instagram. Instagram.
0: That could be the new, kind of like, a, what's his name, Nathan Fielder from Nathan for you. This, this would be something that he would make. Inns, like, are you inns? You make it a hip word, inns. Yo, are you inns or are you outies? Yo, are you inns or are you outies? Yo, are you inns or are you going to drive away an outie? You take something that was shortened and you lengthen it. Okay, so, yo, are you ins or are you going
2: to hop in an Audi and drive out of here? You going to hop in an Audi and then you going to drive out of here or are you ins? Are you ins-da-gram?
0: You call it ins? I'm contemplating a Z. Ins, duh like you're in the it's like being in the house ins duh or if I go the other route d u h like duh are you ins duh oh that would be a good commercial actually yo are you ins and that's how they see that's how they tell one another who's who's got the ins duh gr- Graham. maybe it's g r a h a m or maybe you add an extra M, G R A M M. That would be good too.
2: In, oh, yo, yo, are you in's duh? And then they go,
0: Graham, and then, BAM, you know, oh, they say, Graham, BAM. Yeah, that's good, that's good. Graham, that's the high five. Graham, BAM, that's when the hands hit, BAM.
2: Oh when you can live in a world of absurdity, what's the point in living anywhere else? When you can live in a world of absurdity, what's the point of living anywhere else?
3: Anywhere else, anywhere else?
2: When you're living in absurdity, what's the point of living anywhere else? When you're living in absurdity, what's the point of living anywhere else? Living anywhere else. Living anywhere else. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Miles Davis on the
1: trombone.
2: What? When you're living a life full of absurdity? what's the point of living anything else? Ladies and gentlemen, like Patton on vocals. When you are living in absurdity, what's the point of living
1: anywhere
2: else? <laughs>
0: Also, unexpected guests, Mr.
2: Bungle. (laughs) Oh, what's the point of living in a world where you can't have absurdity? What's the point of living in a world where you can't have absurdity? and the demons of fright, and the crazy of night, and the man who walks through the street with a pumpkin in his hand, which is quite huge and quite grand, and he lives in a world of absurdity. And even though I have friends who live in other worlds, I won't let that deter me. Because I will scream like I can, like a gingerbread man. Because that's how I do things in my world.
0: Thank you, Danny Elfman, on vocals. Thank you so much for Monty Python for starting out that jam. Thank you, Mike Patton, for your vocals. Thank you, Mr. Bungle, for your vocals. Thank you to the non-official security guard.
3: Oh, poo, I us just doing my job.
0: Thank you to everyone who has stopped by uh, check out Instagram. dot com. Inspirato Projecto. You can also, uh, Mr. Turetsky. He's got some wonderful photos up there. He's been creating some great yachtly crew concoctions, creations, and also making some really cool ones with me and my cat, my friend, my collaborator, my confederate, Dr. Gonzo. Dr. Gonzo. Dr. Gonzo. He's a cat. He's a cat. Look at that. Look at
2: that. Dr. Gonzo. Dr. Gonzo. He's a cat. He's a cat. And he sometimes wears a hot Dr. Gonzo. Dr.
0: Do- well, I was just thinking, Doctor Who, there hasn't really been a doctor who wears a hat. <coughs> nope. Scratch it. Reverse it. Matt Smith wore his Tiki. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. There there, there, there we go. There we go. There, bleh, 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 bleh. I'm imagining a top hat. Did we do that yet? Or the uh, Newsies.
2: Hello, sir. Would you like a newspaper? Would you like to read about what's in the papes? I'm thinking that maybe you want to read about what's in the papes today.
0: One of those guys. Did I ever tell you about my idea for a tribute band? Called, <laughs> and it's a bunch of kids. Or it could be a bunch of little people. But I'm imagining kids. Or little people. Both. Both, really. That's the solution. You add them both together. It's called Huey, Louie, and the Newsies. And they're a Huey Lewis tribute band. And it's a bunch of kids and little people. They're all kids. And um, that's that's their novelty. They'll dress up like that. Like newspapers. They'll talk in that accent. And once they start singing... They could be an a cappella group, you know? It, they could also have instruments, who knows? Uh what if it was like a cappella mixed with the good old fashioned like the you know, the jug, the jugs, the uh the 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 uh,
3: the
0: washboard, the washboard, the uh the jaw harp, the the uh cigar box guitar? That could be cool. That could be cool. Any other slide whistle? Oh, God, slide whistle. Oh, the castanet, the, the uh, They got the two kinds. One, the uh, cymbals, the... Tss, tss, tss. And then the other... Like little... Maybe one of them's got the uh, tambourine, one of them's got maracas. I'm imagining more, like, handmade things. Buckets, there we go. Those are the drums right there, the buckets. Like you see on um, Hollywood Bolved. that's good. It could be like Stomp. Oh, jeez, don't get me started. It could be like Stomp. Do you realize this? Look what we've hatched together, folks. Just by you listening, we've hatched. How many? How many ideas have we hatched together, right there? How many times? So, Huey, Louie, uh, and the Newsies, be on the lookout. It could be crazy. And all they're just trying to do is sell newspapers. Maybe that's it. The finale is someone actually buying a newspaper from them. I'd like to get into finding out what made these kids. Are they homeless? Are they just living on the streets? What's that like? Selling the newspapers. Also, I'm thinking a great way. Oh, I'm not going to give away this secret. I'm thinking of making a Patreon where I give away. No, that's that's terrible. What are you doing, Kurt? What are you doing? You're turning corporate on us, Kurt. Don't think about doing that, Kurt. Don't think about that. Well, there's some of these ideas that if I I'm imagining if I put them in a spot, and those who really want to see that and or collaborate. On that, to see what that is, well, geez, Kurt, what are you doing? Are you trying to say that you're a mastermind of ideas and inventions? And what, what are you? What are you I'm so insulted. Are you saying that the 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 average, the 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 normal, mundane, uh, generic, uh, beige, uh, just everyday? Th- uh, uh, yeah. Uh, human, Earthling, are, are you saying that every uh, just the, the, the just the regular uh, vibrating Earthling uh, c- cannot comprehend the 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 amazing, the, the 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 extraordinary, the terrific, the spectacular ideas that that uh, that, that that sprout from your antenna, and, and and you're telling me that that you want us to pay for that? You're te- you're telling. Listen, what you're telling me, this. Hey, listen, man, this is extortion. This is extortion. You're trying to hold ideas hostage? Is that your new racket? Is that your new racket? You're trying to hold, okay, let me, no, let me get this straight. You're trying to hold ideas for hostage? Jesus, kind of world we living in. Things are bad enough as they are, man. Do you realize 10 bucks an hour, man? Average human making 10 bucks an hour, You want me to buy a turkey sandwich for 12 bucks? I'm only making 10 bucks an hour. Listen, you want me to buy a turkey sandwich for 12 bucks? Because this is some special deli that people go to that's famous? I make 10 bucks an hour. Are you telling me it's a luxury to eat here, to dine here at this restaurante? At this authentic restaurante, you're telling me, you're telling me, I'm making 10 bucks an hour and you want me to buy a $12 sandwich? Sand-mitch? Hey, Mitch. Great sandwich. Hey, hey, Mitch. You're trying to make me pay 12 bucks for the sandwich,
2: Mitch? Oh, God.
0: You're getting my gears grinding, buddy. You're getting my gears grinding, man. You're grinding them up, man. Here, take these peanuts, put in that grinder while you're at it, make me some peanut butter. Make something good out of this, will you please? 12 bucks for a sandwich, Mitch? Oh, I'm making 10 bucks an hour. Maybe eight if I'm lucky after taxes, after my 401k? Eight bucks, that's two hours of work I got to put in to eat this sandwich, Mitch. You know what I'm going to do with this mumbo-jumbo-gumbo, jambalaya, goulash? You know what I'm going to do with it? I'm going to take that peanut butter. Thank you very much. Thank you, by, by the way, for grinding up those peanuts. And I'm going to take this peanut butter. I'm going to put it on two slices of bread. And I'm going to eat that instead, sandwich, mitch mitch Instead of eating your sandwich, Mitch, putting it on this bread. I'm not gonna eat that up, man. <laughs> there ain't no stopping me, buddy. Ain't no stopping me. I buy a whole I could buy a whole loaf of bread for 12 bucks, Mitch. Wait. I could buy three, four, I could buy, I could buy, I could buy six six loaves of bread with that, Mitch. And you want me to eat one damn sandwich for 12 bucks, Mitch? Shit. How dare you try to make a Patreon? How dare you covet covet those ideas, those million-dollar, billion, gazillion, jillion ideas? How dare you do it to me and this community? To Mother Earth. To Mother Earth. Look what you're doing to Mother Earth. Stepping all over her graces. Stepping all over her faces. Jesus. Leaving all the traces. What are all the bases? Might as well squirt me in the eye with Maces. Sheesh McFeeshington and associates. See, the truck outside agrees. You capitalist, fascist pig, how dare you make Patreon? Keep your ideas. Oh, you saw your secret ideas. Oh, you and your secret ideas, huh? Oh, you and your secret ideas. Guess what, bucko? I got an antenna, too. I got an antenna tree in my backyard, too. I, You know what? I got a small one that's in a pot, and I carry it around with me wherever I go. So there you are. There you are. You can only hug yours from the ground. I can carry mine all around, man. All right. All right, jeez, it was just an idea. Sheesh. Just a, oh gosh, just an idea. Just thinking about it, man. So folks, we're out there in the world, rocking and rolling. I'm certain I will tell you this again, again. Um, however, Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival, it's coming up September 28th through October 4th. I might actually make a commercial for it, a minute-long, <coughs> minute-long commercial that I can put on Instagram, I'm going to start uploading more little giblets from this progr- program to Instagram, are you ins, duh, gram, bam, so I'm going to put up one more, one, a lot of these one-minute promos for this podcast. It's
1: uh, it's the bridge. It's the bridge that uh, bridges the peoples with the other peoples. And it's the bridge that they walk on together. And they meet each other. Sometimes they fish off this bridge. Because if you feed this guy a fish, and uh, then he learns how to do this thing, you will never have to feed that man again. Because he'll be making his own fish. This guy with the fishing pole, he'll be making his own fish.
0: So that's the bridge. There it is.
1: Bridge, what's the bridge, Ridge? Yo, what's... Yo, this is Ice-T. What's the bridge, Ridge? Yo, consider this a very special PSA, and by PSA, I mean public service awesomeness. This is Ice-T, and I don't settle for no less.
0: Thank you so much, Icedy. Cheese. we've got had so many great people on the show today. The airplane agrees. The airplane agrees. I'm going to look out at these trees. I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to have you with me while I do this. I'm going to look out at these trees, and we're going to start... Cooperating with them, we're gonna make agreements with Mother Nature right now. We're gonna see which ones. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Antenna tree, antenna tree. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you, my my friend. Hi, antenna tree. Hi, antenna tree. I see you moving. I see you moving a little bit. I see you. I see you. Are you waking up? You waking up. I see you back there. I see you moving, too. You're starting to wiggle. You're starting to wiggle. The truck agrees. I see you over there, too, on the right side. Look at You're moving now, too. You're moving. And you back there. I do not think that I do not see you. Then you in the front, you're starting to move more, aren't you? Look at you. Instead of, like, twiddling your tippy... tip finger... fingertips, you're now moving your hand. You back there, I see you. I see you. Look at it. There's a butterfly that just now flew. A butterfly just now flew. It's moving. You guys are moving. I see you. Oh my God. You're wiggling your fingers now. I see you. I see you over there. I see you over there. You're moving your fingers. You're moving your fingers too. You're moving your fingers too. Oh, I feel a breeze. Look at it. I feel the breeze. I feel the breeze. I feel the breeze. Look at, there you guys go. You're moving. You guys are all moving, all of, all of you. You guys are all moving right now. The airplane agrees. The helicopter agrees. Look at that. Interesting. Huh? Interesting dynamics about that. Interesting dynamics about that. Very interesting dynamics. Look at you guys. We got one, two, three, three of you on there. They look just like antennas. That's that's where you got your name from. You know it. I know it. The truck agrees.
3: Wow. You
0: guys. I see you waving back there. Huh. Did you hear that? That was a bird. Wings. Loud wings. Folks, it just never stops. It never ends. Always affirming
3: always affirming
0: we get in the habit of affirming all the high vibration stuff what happens then is that that becomes the frequency that frequency that we mainly operate on and then more of it just keeps magnetizing itself to us it it magnetizes to us the information that we're giving it to magnetize uh God, what was the quote? What was the quote? Oh, Neville Goddard was talking about this. He said, our founding fathers, they, like, they didn't, they didn't, be, they didn't believe in the future. They made the future. They weren't, oh, the future, this might happen. They made the future. They started right there in making the future. How funny is that? That puts a lot more...
1: Um, Faith, I
0: guess? Bravery? Courageousness? Um, More of a uh, uh, grounded, centered, intentioned, thing, when you know that you are actually creating it, it's coming from you the wake emerges from the boat buzzing through the water the wake the wake we see is the trail that's been created so we're, we're actively creating that trail all the time, so we're not like, oh someday this will happen, this is that day hmm intriguing, intriguing when we think about that, huh? so intriguing. We're up to twenty eight thirty we're up to like thirty minutes here. The other podcast I was <laughs> this is crazy. this is going to be like the length of two podcasts. I'm thinking. I don't know. We'll see anyway, I think that's about it. You take care and keep that in mind, please.